Hey y'all, I am Felicia Williams. Welcome to Power Living Under God Podcast, affectionately known as The Plug, a ministry that will inspire, encourage, and empower you into action with practical lessons on how to live an abundant life. You can expect to receive divine direction using the power source of God's word to navigate us on life's journey. Let's go. Today, on the Power Living on God podcast, you are listening to series three. One size doesn't fit all. Being different. Episode 16 is titled... It's growth for me. To grow or not to grow? Okay, y'all, now that's the question. Are you growing yet? In school, growth is evaluated by a series of tests. You know, friends, we don't like to take tests, but tests has its value in that it shows the signs of growth or no growth at all. At all. Improvement or no improvement. Maybe you're not aware or maybe you have not reflected on this truth. The tests of life measure our growth in different ways. I am a lover and an advocate of children. They are the most impressionable yet challenging human beings with a plethora of gifts, talents, and insight. Wrapped up all in a small frame. And yes, today, still today, they say the darnest things. Check this out. Even Jesus as a boy. You see, we've heard many sermons or many of our brothers and sisters speak on Jesus and his ministry that lasted um, until he was 33 years old. We we hear of the miracles, the signs, and the wonders, but we rarely hear of Jesus, the boy. I believe there's so much into learning about Jesus, the boy. Jesus as a boy, he said the darnest things as a boy. Things that his parents too at the time didn't quite understand. Jesus at one time slipped off from his parents into the presence of doctors or or scholars to seek knowledge. Oftentimes we'll see even in today's time, children may slip off to seek knowledge of something that they're unaware of. Jesus did the same, friends, as a boy. Listen in. In Luke 2, beginning at verse 49. And he said to them, how is it that you had to look for me? Did you not see and know that it's necessary as a duty for me to be in my father's house and occupied about my father's business? You see, Jesus has slipped away into the temple and his mother and father didn't know where he was. He didn't know, they didn't know his whereabouts. And so when they went to look for Jesus and they found him, they asked the question, where have you been? And Jesus is responding in verse 49, 
saying, how is it that you looked for me? You didn't know I was about my father's business? This is the line that the parents had no clue about. They were clueless about what Jesus was referring to. I want to submit to you in the lives of children today. Even when we were children, there were things, if you were called and chosen of God, that you might have been aware of that others didn't have a clue about what you were talking about. But check this out. I want to hone in on even in the parents not understanding Jesus took the role and the responsibility of a child. I believe in his deity. Then he was teaching us. And as we read the word today, we are to glean from this truth that children have a responsibility to obey their parents. Check out verse 50. 50 says, but they did not comprehend what he was saying to them. 51 And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was habitually obedient to them. And his mother kept and closely and persistently guarded all the things in her heart. His own parents, y'all, didn't understand the plan for this divine child. Yet, check out what Jesus did. He obeyed. Jesus without sin. Jesus as a boy was teaching us even today. Children have a responsibility to obey their parents. Jesus knew his plan as a child to carry out the plan of the father. Though his parents may not have understood totally what his deity was to do in the earth. As a child, he still obeyed his parents. And as a child, he still ran off from his parents, not to run off to play, but to run off to seek knowledge of those who were in the temple. That's another story for another day. But today, as we talk about, it's the growth for me. Jesus as a boy, the first sign of growth is obedience. Our obedience leads to spiritual growth in wisdom and favor. Verse 52, and Jesus Increased in wisdom, in broad and full understanding, and in statue and years, and in favor with God and man. That scripture is pregnant with a whole lot of information on what we need to do after we obey. Because mind you, Jesus obeyed his parents. And then 52 says he increased in wisdom. I believe. If you and I want to increase in our wisdom as we grow in stature, our physical growth, we will have favor with God and man after we obey. As adults, we have a responsibility to follow the leading of God in our lives. As our loving father, God desires for us, y'all, to grow up. Have you grown lately? Growth is determined by our actions. Not our mere words that scream, I'm grown. Have you said it before in your years of growing up? I'm grown. I've heard that from my children. I said it myself. I'm grown. We say that often and we say it loosely. I'm grown. But growth, real growth is determined by our actions, not just the mere words. I'm grown. 
Practically speaking, how do we handle our money? How do we handle our relationships? How do we handle the experiences on our jobs? How do we handle the word of God? These can be signs of our growth or our lack thereof. It tests our level of spirituality, if you will. Here's an example. Do I handle money at the age of 20, 30, 40, or 50 like a preschooler would handle money? See, a preschooler doesn't know the full value of money. They may lay it around. They may stomp on it. They may remember it or may forget about it. You can give a preschooler $5, $20, $100, but do they know the value of it? And because they don't know the full value of the money, they may use it haphazardly or may do with it something that's unthinkable to do with money. But because of their level of immaturity, they mishandle it. Is that you? Is that me? Do we need to grow in the area of our finances? What about relationships? Do we handle relationships in our 20s and our 30s and our 40s and our 50s like a child would? Well, to be exact, sometimes children are known to handle relationships a little better than we do. You know, they may argue over an object. They may disagree. And I've seen it happen in the school system for I am an educator. And in the matters of 30 minutes, every scenario is different. They're back being friends. But you and I, in our adult state, it takes longer. So I believe God in his wisdom is teaching us today as he was then when the word of God was inspired by men for us to act like children in certain instances and then to grow up as we continue on life's journey. What about feedback? Do we respond to feedback like a teenager by rejecting it because we think we know it all? What about life problems just in general? Do we respond or do we react, I mean, like a toddler and have a temper tantrum when things don't go our way? Do we spend our life reacting instead of responding appropriately? To react is to have childlike ways. To respond is to have matured in certain areas of our life. The art of life is to get the message that maturity takes time and it can be measured by our behavior and our actions. I don't know any means that leads to instant growth. I've never seen anyone become instantly mature. Have you? Certainly not. Not instantly, not suddenly. Though conversion, accepting God, Christ as your personal savior, that can happen suddenly. It actually happens immediately that you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and that 
he died and was buried and well and rose again and will come back for you and I that belief in our hearts, our confession with our mouth, that takes a moment. But to live a lifestyle of being a believer and becoming more mature in our spiritual relationship with God, that doesn't happen immediately, y'all. That doesn't happen instantly. No, that takes time. That's a process. This life we live as we mature, it's a pain-stacking process that God takes us through. And it includes things like waiting, failing, losing, being misunderstood, being hurt, disappointed, and the list goes on. It calls for an extra dose of perseverance from one level to to the next, from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Where do you stand in in light of last year? How about the last decade? Have you grown lately? Are you a growing goat? You know, goat stands for the greatest of all times. Well, friends, God desires for you and me to be the goat. And Jesus teaches us how to do it. You see, one day the disciples wanted to know which of them were the goat in the group. Listen to Jesus' response in Matthew 18. Verses 1 through 5. At that time, the disciples came up and asked Jesus, Who then is really the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And he called a little child to himself and put him in the midst of them. And said, Truly I say to you, unless you repent, change, turn around, and become like little children, Trusting, lowly, loving, forgiving, you can never enter the kingdom of heaven at all. Verse 4, whoever will humble himself, therefore, and become like these little children, trusting, lowly, loving, and forgiving, he is the greatest or she is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. That's how you become the goat. To be like a child. Verse 5. And whoever receives and accepts and welcomes one little child like this for my sake and in my name receives and accepts and welcomes me. There are three points for us to grow spiritually. The first one, you got to know. You got to know where you are spiritually. You got to know, am I an infant? A toddler, school-aged child, adolescence, a teen, a young adult, an adult, a senior citizen. You got to know where you are spiritually. Then you got to accept, number two, you got to accept your level and grow from there. Number three, after you accept it and you grow from there, you be it. You be what God called you to be, and you grow through the process. It's God saying to us, have you grown lately? If not, come unto me, said the Lord, like a child, and I will see to it that your growing will become for you more wisdom, more favor, 
with me and with mankind. It's the growth for me, says the Lord. Grow up, seek me, obey and live. Lord, teach us as adults in adult bodies the importance of us to humble like children and come to you as a needy child to a loving and understanding father that we may grow in wisdom, that we may grow in stature, that we may grow in the favor of God and man. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's our power prayer. Well, y'all, it's time for me to sound out. But if you desire to stay connected, and I pray and hope that you will, you can visit my website at thefeliciawilliams.com. Drop your contact information so you can shop for products like the new 30-day devotional that I have authored. And it came through growth, y'all. I will be honored for you to purchase it as you grow through this life experience. Visit the website or you can get it directly through Amazon. But or you can actually direct message me and I can get you a personal copy. Or stay updated. Leave your information on the website so you can be informed by the next book signing that's coming up. Always thank you for your prayers, your love, and your support. I am Felicia Williams, the power living under God, the plug. Until next time, stay connected and grow up. It's the growth for me.